Welcome everyone to this Norwegian episode of the Caravan Tour of Terror, a show that finds us touring the globe through the medium of horrific, chilling and disturbing entertainment. The k- and horrific always does that. My name's Donald, I'm the driver on this quest. Joining me at my side, as always, with a road atlas on his lap, is my next door neighbour and navigator, Ali. Say hello, Ali. Hello, Donald. Hello, Ali. What, you didn't even bother looking up? That's, that's <laughs> is Norwegian it? for hello. Hello? Hello. 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 <laughs> I tried looking up hi, and that's hi. Hi. So, <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> so hi. this week, for a change, I thought, why don't we get more ingratiated in, like, a natural urban, natural urban setting? You know what I mean. Get, get a natural urban setting. A natural setting. urban setting, as opposed to an artificial urban setting. Bit more day-to-day life, bit more of a taste of, you know, the urban life of where we're going. So I've booked us an Airbnb in Oslo. I'll take you up to the flat just now. The neighbours are very friendly. Couple oh, of girls, lovely. bit odd, but you know, for the most part, didn't we? Really, they were saying stuff didn't really make any sense to me, but I'm sure it's fine. Uh, and um, they want us to pop over a bit for a cup of tea. That sounds. Yeah. I mean, you, it, it's lovely that uh, you've you've brought us to this, you know, lovely Airbnb. But I don't understand why there's a, a cupboard in front of the door. Oh, that just, that was already there. I, I, oh, I, okay. yeah. It was, I don't know. Yeah. Previous tenant, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, there's a lot of stainage as well in the bedroom. What the hell are we talking well, about, Ali? <laughs> well, while, while we're here uh, in this room, will we, just, will we talk about neighbor? Fine, yes. Neighbor, which you would think stands for neighbor in Norwegian, <laughs> but it doesn't. It stands episode. for next door. <laughs> I said this last episode. I know. We can't. Maybe they thought that us Brits, neighbors, neighbors the movie. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, neighbors, yeah. Where's Toadfish? <laughs> That's Toad a deep, and, deep cut. Uh, that guy, that guy from Billy Kennedy. Billy uh, that Kennedy. guy from House. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that I ever yeah. remember him in Neighbor Holly Valance. He was he, Holly Valance. He was Toadfish's best friend. Don't remember him. I just remember Toadie. Well, uh, <laughs> we're not here to talk about the Australian uh, daily soap opera neighbors. We're here to talk about na- neighbor, Nabor. <laughs> Uh, which is a Nor- 2005 Norwegian film that was uh, directed by... I actually don't have it in front of me. You suck. Pat. Uh, Pal Sletun. I, I was close with Pat. I knew Pearl, it was... Pearl. <laughs> I don't know how to do the O above the A in Norwegian. Pearl. Yes. Pearl Slaton. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Nabor uh, tells the story of Jon... Um, who is John. just after <laughs> he is never called John 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 uh, John has just broken up with his girlfriend and it opens with um, his girlfriend picking up some stuff from the yeah. uh, apartment they used to live in that, it's that moment it's that moment yeah it's the uh, and he the clearly isn't handling it well uh, he's kind of like a wee bit twitchy a wee bit like she's leaving him ma- like yeah yeah uh, so he's he's understandably upset, you know. Her her new boyfriend is waiting outside okay. while she picks stuff up. Aka, okay. okay. uh, and you know she seems particularly uncomfortable. Yeah, but she gra- gathers her stuff and leaves. Uh, later on, um, he is uh, there's a knock in the door by one of his nabors. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh God! 
Yeah, saying what so, yeah. she says. Oh, I'm, one, I'll pop one of it out next... for a bit or something. Or oh, come over and help me move this shit. Yes, yeah, can, come can you come over? Yeah, to, yeah. his, ne- his uh, next door neighbor Anne, who he's never met, uh, comes over and say, knocks on the door and says, "Hey, could you uh, come help me move some he's stuff?" He's a big strong he's man. Like, he's not, and he's like, "No," and she's like, "Come on, anyway." Like she seems really <laughs> upfront and rude, uh, and he seems very like pliable and weak willed. Yeah. So, like, he goes into their, their apartment and it's kind of like, it's... It, it's all very it, weird. <laughs> yeah, it's all very weird in the sense that it looks kind of, uh, not dilapidated, but like, you know, super messy. Yeah. Plus, like, the two girls that live there, Anne and Kim, seem a bit off. Yeah, the sisters? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, late, you know, once he's had the first awkward encounter... It's all uh, awkward. It's all <laughs> awkward. This, this the entire movie. Anne comes over and is like, hey, can you check on my... Can you just be there with my sister? She was attacked. Yeah. And, you know, she's feeling kind of horrible and she wants... you know, Could you go and just stay in the flat yep. uh, while I'm out for about 10 minutes? So... He goes over and, I mean, the first thing I noticed is that he walks in and does not announce himself, which is not what I would do. <laughs> well, he maybe assumed the sister had said, I'm going to go I get that weird little guy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if, a, if, a, if a woman came to my door and said, hey, my sister's been attacked by a man, could mm. you go and check on her? The first thing I would do walking into her flat would be, I am a man walking into your flat. <laughs> Are you okay with this? <laughs> But he doesn't. He just uh, kind of wanders about and finds her doing, yeah. you know, her weird shit. She yeah. seems, Anne, uh, sorry, Kim's definitely seems the more off one. Yeah. Um, whereas Anne seems like more manipulative, more like strong-willed, yeah. more kind of clued into what's going on. And as these first meetings happen, they they suggest that they know quite a bit about them because they're next-door neighbours and they're like, well, you yeah. and your girlfriend broke up. We the heard walls a lot arguing thin. through the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. The walls are thin. So he's. you can see that John's like uncomfortable with a lot of these. John's um, uncomfortable for about 99% of the movie. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Like, he goes into their flat to look after her, and she kind of disappears into down a corridor. Yeah. And he follows her, and this flat is like... A maze. It's, it's a, <laughs> a labyrinth. It's labyrinthine. Yeah, it's, I've literally, I've literally wrote ra- labyrinthine, uh, because it is. It's, you know, it's twists I said the flat's like a maze, because I'm a bit more down to earth. than A bit more man of the people, you know? Is that is that what we call it? <laughs> They they arrive in this kind of like seventies room, mm. and she starts talking to him about like really weird stuff and making him incredibly uncomfortable. Or horny, or horny, <laughs> or both. She starts relaying a sexual encounter. Yeah, yes, she she's relaying this sexual encounter while kind of coming on to him while also antagonizing him yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And he is just like, he's like, this is ridiculous. I'm leaving. Sits down. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, is, he has no will of his own. He is just the most pliable man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but as she's telling this story, you know, they start sitting next to each other and then 
she hits him and then he like holds her hands and then she hits him again and then he punches her then she punches him then basically the two knock fuck out each other while having sex yeah it's pretty rough to watch i know that this sounds like i'm going through like the plot at a rapid pace this is the setup (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah it becomes this like really weird um like really uncomfortable like violent violent sex scene oh they're covered in blood yeah and and the whole while he's been trying to get she's locked him in the house she you know locked the door and ran away with the key and ha 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 i'm playing childish games with him to then punch him and have sex with him and yeah so it, it, it just cuts to him back in his flat kind of like what have i just done what have i yeah from here things tar- start to take a wee bit of a turn and i don't know if this is where you want to pop probably in your spoiler yeah. warnings i think so because i mean <laughs> it's quite rapid but it is but yeah. there's a lot that like yeah it, it gets into it and then it unravels yeah basically spoiler warning spoiler warning so from that point he it's kind of just um he, he feels like he's losing himself He's starting to recall memories that, like, fill in blanks between the points that happened with not only these girls, but with him, uh, himself and his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, you see, um, you see the breakup scene a few times. But with more inform- more context added and stuff like that. Or yeah, context around exactly. the relationship in general. Because uh, at the start, you only see the breakup. And you, don't, that, you, don't know any, you don't know anything. Yeah, and up. it's just yeah. fairly standard, you know. Is a crap relationship and you're a crap kind of guy kind of stuff it's not like you know and then you it slowly unravels you see that maybe with an extra little minute added in here or there and the beginning yeah. or the end kind of for more context he's he then eventually um makes his way back over to uh the neighbor's house nabors nabors um, nabors <laughs> I don't know everybody, any lyrics to that Everybody song. needs good nabors. Everybody needs good nabors. I don't know the tune either. Do, With do, a little do, understanding. Do, 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 yeah, you're do. terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> Try home. Stick with Home and Away. Home and Away. I only know the last bit, and I don't remember the lead-in, so it's like, I don't know, nothing to say. Home and Away. <laughs> I don't know any of the lyrics to that either. Jesus. <laughs> so... He finds himself uh, once again lost and trapped uh, in this flat. Oh, yeah, he gets locked in. Mm. In the labyrinth. Uh, And he's trying to kind of... He's trying to... A mixture between find his way out and follow uh, who he thinks is Kim Mm. uh, through this... Through these corridors into these rooms, uh, finding himself like tons of locked doors. Uh, and then he f- bumps and in- bumps himself into Michael Nickvist. <laughs> I was like, "Fucking hell, hey, Michael Nickvist! I didn't expect you to show up." For the for context, he is the guy from the Dragon Tattoo trilogy for me mainly, but also he's the bad guy in John Wick One, and also he's in a Mission Impossible movie or two, maybe just one. I can't remember. He's Michael Nickvist. Yes. Yeah, he's Alfie Allen's dad. I who? Alfie Allen and John Wick. Oh right, yeah. You'll say, I'm sure uh, you said Arlen and I was like, wait, who is that? <laughs> Which I found quite weird because I felt that uh, Jon looks quite a lot like Al. Alfie he does Allen. a bit, yeah. yeah. I've never thought about that, but yeah, he does. Um, so it was a wee bit weird to. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I I did a note at that bit being it's Aki. What? 
<laughs> when okay, he bumps yeah. into Aki. Uh, he actually doesn't bump into Aki. He sees Anna tell the same very rude story, but to Aki this time, but you don't know it's Aki at the time. Uh, so it's different. It's the sister <laughs> inverted. <laughs> What's the truth? Um, saying the same story uh, in kind of more of a I don't know brothelly kind of manner. It always takes on that kind of tone. But yeah, yeah. it turns out that it's Aki, who uh, yeah. Sorry, it's Aki who is his ex girlfriend's new boyfriend. Yeah, because that might be you might be sitting there going, who the fuck's Aki again? Yeah, yeah, Aki is uh, is. Uh, Ingrid, yeah, Ingrid's, uh, new bo- Ingrid's yeah. new boyfriend, and he kind of come. He's he, he comes across very like Satan, aggressive. <laughs> yeah, a little bit uh, like besuited Satan, <laughs> that kind <yeah>. of vibe. <laughs> and he, he's very, um, you know, he's very taunting about uh, the re- the relationship between yeah. John and Ingrid, as well as what John thinks he remembers about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. continually pushes and pushes and gets more aggressive both physically and sexually. Yeah. Um, and I really, really, like, personally my favourite scene of the whole movie because, like, the performance he puts in in just this one scene... Yeah, it's good, yeah. Uh, ...is very, very, like, startling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's taken in by, like, this Aku uh, and, like horrified and his memories start coming back and what his memories start to reveal is that what his version of his relationship with Ingrid is not the same as the true version of the relationship with Ingrid and you see that um, that same first scene where uh, she's taking stuff and in the very start it's uh, she talks about like he, he, she says, oh, you know, he's there just in case. And he's like, what, you th- did you tell oh, him yeah. I, I mm. hurt you? Yeah. And then you find out that, like, she's got a big burn up her arm. And then he's like, no, that was an accident. And she's like, do you remember what we did afterwards? And he's like, I took you to the hospital. And she's like, no, we had sex. So you learn that he's not as, you know... He's an unreliable narrator. And also exactly. a bit of a bastard. <laughs> Um, and as he chases after her, she starts to taunt him about yep. like, oh god, um, yeah. The... So he goes back to. Sorry, on you go. I was gonna. Yeah, oh, I was just gonna finish the thought. The the cuckold fantasies that he mm-hmm. enjoyed with her, or maybe they really happened. That was the same story that Anna and what's her face. Yes. What's her face? Yeah, Kim. 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 Thank you. Uh, both said in the little room. Yeah. And then he goes back to uh, Anne and Kim's flat and Kim's personality is startlingly different. She is scared, hurt. Like, she's like, why did you do that to me? Like, why did you attack me like that? You could have, like, I know I hit you, but you could have stopped me. You're definitely stronger than me. And he's like, fuck, I could have, like, why did I do that? And he's and, and he starts, like, really delving in and just kind of losing himself. And it unravels to the point where um, you learn that he is not the nicest man in the world. He abused his girlfriend. But what the turn finally takes is that uh, he attacked his girlfriend uh when she went to leave after she taunted him Mm -hmm. 
uh, about his cuckold fantasies, about his violent fantasies. Uh, she goes to leave. He grabs her. She screams and he murders her, chokes mm-hmm. her to death. Um, at which point when he's dragging her back, uh, when he's when he's re- reliving this, he sees the 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 corridor to his uh, to the neighbor's flat is just a wall, mm-hmm. and this is you know this is where it all comes together that it's just been a fantasy he's been living out in his head uh, yeah. to try and deal with the fact that he has murdered uh, Ingrid, and as it turns out, he has also murdered Aka, who came up to yeah. check on her. Yeah. Um, and he basically he completely loses the plot. Some one of his friends or a work colleague comes to uh, see him at the door and just say like, "Is everything okay?" And all the things that, um, all the things that had been happening in the, the sisters' apartment are happening in his. Like he has the the thing in front of the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he the the cupboard in front of the door. He's like there's a smell in the house he's yeah. like gone and not making a lot of sense uh and it shows him like smashing his way through the wall into nothing there's nothing back there's into nothing nothing behind yeah. it it's just an out exterior wall which the guy yep. his friend is like yeah it's the wall what <laughs> you're definitely yeah he's like you're definitely here can you see what's out there and he's like it's just the street yeah um and it all closes with um him uh, going to bed, talking to Ingrid like she's alive, uh, with getting responses, and then uh, gets into bed with her corpse. Yeah. Um, and that is Nabor, but my god, is it a trip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that was Nabor. I mean, there's, uh, there's, it's hard to do it justice just by. It's a very, it's, it's very that, that's probably one mo- of the hardest. moody, yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, and, and again, as we say, un- unreliable narrators. So it's, it, it is definitely, I feel, one of the hardest I've yeah, had yeah. in describing the plot. Because it's, the plot is a guy meets two weird neighbours and starts going No, no, the plot is a guy hallucinates. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's the plot. Uh-huh. So guy it's very hard to... A guy hallucinates and then realises he's a murderer in the end. Like, it's very hard to put that across as a a, a brief but descriptive summary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you did fine, you did fine. Yeah. Um, aye. But it's just, it's just something to think about, is that if for some fucking reason, right... You decided to listen to the spoilers, but you've not seen this film, completely ruining it for yourself. By the way, then uh, you know you don't get you don't get the effect of it as much. Because uh, I mean, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. There you go. Done. <laughs> Sorry. Next week. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of really nice touches I like about this movie, um, and most of them are really subtle. Yeah. And it's all the little things that start creeping through that give suggestion that these are the that there is no other flat. Mm. Uh, and one of my favorite ones is uh, he has dinner at his own flat, and then he goes round to Ann and Kim's. And when he gets in there, one of them, and it's it's not like really pronounced, but one of them walks over to a table while they're all chatting and picks up his plate from the table mm. and takes it out to the kitchen the mm. same thing he was eating even though you Did see him go into Very yeah nice. and i was like f- like it's the little touches like that that really shine through in this yeah because to be honest it's not that 
Stop creaking that fucking chair. My God. I apologize I for those noises. I'm not editing shit out of this one. I need to oil this chair. <laughs> so, yeah, there's this, like... Ah, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Well, the fucking chair, man. The chair. Um, I really like the flat. It's cool. It's... Yes, dimensions the, the, are impossible in a cool way. You don't have a clue where anything is. And the more... Uh, I, I called it a good old descent into hell flick before I actually knew exactly what the story was because that is the kind of mood you get. As soon as he goes into that uh, flat, it's it seems like it's like another dimension it doesn't yeah you, conform. It, there's like hellraiser vibes yeah, like, genuinely, yeah, yeah like that kind yeah. of not obviously the the chains yeah, and yeah, what, yeah. but like that kind of like really um saturated color yeah. and and nothing kind of seeming where it's going to be yeah yeah and even the um, dialogue's all fucking all over the place and yeah they, yeah they know stuff about him but then eventually like you see i mean obviously you see aki in there which seems weird and then yeah some of his possession, some of his and hers possessions end up in that flat. Just mm-hmm. weird things keep happening and getting and descending because it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. Um, which I, I enjoy those kind of films anyway. So uh, I thought that was my favorite thing about it for me. The thing I didn't like was the blood soaked sex scene. <laughs> oh my yeah, you're god! Not, as a as a guy who is not great with bleeding, oh, uh, I imagine god. that was not. As soon fun as he touched you. her, I was like, "No, <laughs> stop it." And then it all went horrible. <laughs> yeah, the the, the, um, the flat's a really good one because um, at the start of the movie, it is weird and maze-like, but plausible. Yeah. It is not, it, like, at the start, it's not this, like, you're not immediately like, where the fuck are they? Yeah. It's this, like, oh, so they've, like, it's an old, because you, you don't get a, a good sense of the building. You see yeah. his flat and you see her flat and that's it. Yeah. Um, but their flat doesn't even exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you've got this, like, oh, it could conceivably be yeah. this old flat. But it just like, seems renovated. like there's corridor after corridor and locked door the, after locked yeah. door. And, yeah. Yeah. So, that I mean, uh, we're kind of, wait, <laughs> we're kind of half reviewing it already. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a horror movie at first and... It's really the fl- it's really the flat that tipped it. I think even so much as it, it's all it's still psychological horror. But um, and I don't want to get too bogged down in what is and isn't horror because we keep thinking about that all the time when we watch these kind of films. Because a lot of them are like different shades of the same grey. But uh, yeah. it was pretty. It passed the I wouldn't watch this with my mum test with flying colours very early on. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> imagine it did uh, yeah it's definitely like i mean you could call it a psychological thriller but i definitely feel it's got enough horror in there yeah. like that's like actually one of the more like definitive ones that yeah. we've had yeah that, it just, yeah, it, yeah it, just on on the it didn't seem like it would be on the face of it because it just but, seemed like yeah. have you ever seen have you seen the keanu reeves flick is that the, oh no i know what one you're talking with, about uh, anna de armas and um thing me's wife Oh, name that hack horror director. Eli Roth's wife. Uh, <laughs> is it Eli Roth's wife? Yeah, sure. knock, yeah, knock, knock. Yeah. Um, which is two girls coming to visit and Keanu. Yeah. And it's a Ex-wife. psychological 
<laughs> oh, sorry. And it's a psychological, sexual thriller. Um, I three thought this was going to be like that, and no fucking way. It's nothing like that at all. Uh, that film is a good laugh, but <laughs> we won't. We will not be covering it. <laughs> no, I, I should watch it at some point. Uh, if you've seen the memed image of Keanu buried up to his neck with the gag in his mouth going, <laughs> that's all you need. Have you not seen that? I don't think I've oh seen that. god, it's hilarious. Anyway, there's also um, the the unreliable narrator stuff is goodness because there's like we we didn't talk a lot about him, but like his friend. Well, we did at the end, but his friend like he goes to work and he's been beat up and stuff, and his friend sees that is like, "Are you all right, man?" And then like his friend comes back later with the whole, "Are you coming to work?" And then like John like reaches out and touches him and is he's like, "Are you?" Can you just tell... I can't remember what he says, but it's like, can you just yeah, tell he's me? Like, are, you're, are you, you're really, are you're you really there? there, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that uh, I did enjoy as well. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely moments where you would be like, hmm, I don't think my friend's doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did the right thing. He called the cops. Um, yes. And they're going to burst did, in and see the... Did it, because there seemed to be five people there, four of which appeared to be the superintendent well, for the building. Yeah, well. <laughs> None of them appeared to be in police uniforms. They all appeared to just have keys. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's, a, it is a real train ride. And it's only 70 minutes and it's on Netflix. My God. Love it. <laughs> I know, that's, that's your bread and butter right My there. My bread and butter. What can films be? Shorter, always. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like we've definitely hit this, uh, and I know this is kind of going off uh, on a wee bit of a tangent, uh, but we've definitely had a period in cinema where like movies are too long. Yeah, mm-hmm. movies are yeah. Too, too many. Movies are too long. I don't think any like, Marvel movie needs to be over two hours. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but they all like, are. <laughs> yeah, there was a re- like. There's a reason Endgame was, but apart yeah. from that, but yeah, there's like your your Saving Private Ryan's used to be your exceptions. Yeah, that we're telling this grand story. Yeah. like. This is a movie. Even that, that could have lost make... twenty minutes of yeah. Matt David telling that story. So. <laughs> so, so if you add another like twenty minutes onto this movie, it doesn't make it better. Yeah, it's it longer. Yeah, and probably worse. Yeah. Um, the only movie I'll give it, I'll say, it gets away with it, Shawshank Redemption, because the length of it is part of the point of it. That is it. Everything else, I bet you could, you could definitely lose at least five minutes, right? Of everything, I'm never going to ruin those yeah. words. What's my favorite yeah. movie out of the thing? Oh no, that is, oh. that's quite taut though. Oh. <laughs> there's, a of, there's a lot of careful character observation and all that. Mm. There is, yeah. There's a lot of it's a very well crafted. I could movie, lose thirty seconds and of it's... the helicopter ride. You see it over and over again, right at the start. You see that helicopter flying, shoot at the dog. You get it's the great. picture. You don't need. <laughs> you can definitely lose thirty seconds of it. Nah, nah. It's all. <laughs> what you talking? You drop that movie to one hundred eight thirty. Yeah, never. I think so. Yeah, never. yeah. Mm. Listen, okay, I'll refine my rule. If a movie's over two hours, it can lose 20 minutes. <laughs> Apart from Shawshank Redemption. Apart from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so... So what did you think of it? Uh, good. <laughs> Have you reviewed it on IMDb? No, I've not. I'll do it right now. Ooh, it's a hard one, though. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's probably not an eight. It's probably better than a seven. Well, it's probably can, not an eight. Can I give you, mm. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna actually break my own rule, um, and I'm gonna tell you what uh, Thal thought of this. Only one part of it. Okay. Thal uh, called this Freud still lives in cinema. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he gave it a nine out of ten. Wow. But within his. Uh, <laughs> 
within his uh, review, he says, the first hour is four stars out of four. <laughs> but then the, the, the director stops trusting his audience and starts to explain too much. Therefore, I cannot give this minor masterpiece more than a 3.5 out of 4. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> this wait. is your own weird scale. Why are you doing this? It has a scale built in. <laughs> wait, wait. 9 out of 10, but it's actually 3.5 out of 4. Right. Which great. is not... A- <laughs> <laughs> Dearie me. Yeah, uh, I went for uh, seven. My only o- seven. Seven. My only yeah. other one is uh, one out of ten uh, by Evans J thirty four. Another crap film from Netflix. This film did nothing for me. Boarfest, <laughs> pointless avoid. Did you say Gorefest? Boarfest. Okay. And I was like, Can you this your- isn't a net. This isn't a Netflix movie. No, it's on Netflix. <laughs> though it's on Netflix. I know, but it was, I was yeah, like, yeah, they didn't just make it. Yeah, I, could you really watch that sex scene and be bored? I mean, disturbed. Yeah, I would, if this movie is anything, it's not boring. It no. could be confusing, violent. I looked this movie up on Amazon. Yeah. Doesn't exist on Amazon, oh. which I was very surprised about. Because usually they'll have, even if it is not available in any format on Amazon, they will usually have it. Yeah. An out-of-print DVD or something. Or Aye, yeah, exactly. But nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Uh, I guess physically it's hard to find then. Well, we're probably quite lucky it's on Netflix. And people should go out and yeah. watch it. People should go out yes. and watch it. This was the one of the rare Norwegian films to get an 18 rating. They only yeah. give out every... Well, I think it's only like four or five movies in like 30 <laughs> yeah, I years. I wouldn't say they only give it out. They only give it out once every yeah, 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and I looked up the last one, which was a film called Hotel St. Pauli. 17 years prior to this and well from what i can read on netflix it's basically pornography <laughs> and it's apparently trash so <laughs> i mean the sex scene of this isn't explicit in and of itself like like sex wise it's just disgusting because well it's just the violent like, combining it with the violence especially intergender violence oh my god it's an unpleasant watch it's a triggering watch we should have a trigger warning for that yes there is definitely yeah uh, there is definitely it is one of the hard things I find in doing a podcast about horror movies because ninety percent of horror movies are gonna have a trigger. Oh, one. I know, but I mean, I've I've commented this is the top many one, zero point one percent. I'd say yes, this is definitely one of those ones where you might. Want I mean, to... uh, God, <laughs> but I, mean, I do not say I've that lightly. I've watched many of the stories for but... sexual assault and yeah, the overuse. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. can it can it can be used as a very powerful motive like um plot yeah. device but more often than not I'm a, listen i'm a fan of the rape revenge genre as much as the next guy but i'd say this film's like pretty pretty rough just and it's yeah i think it's how it's it's depicted so unusually yeah, as well like yeah. you you do get your horrible like irre- you do not expect yeah it. you get your horrible irreversible style scenes which is just grueling but this one's just oh i don't know something about it <sighs> anyway other films to watch. God, are we here already? Fucking hell, we've... We're we short... This episode's going to be as short as this movie is. Uh, yeah. I would say if you enjoyed the nightmarish surrealness of the 
labyrinthine flat like I did, then you should probably watch some David Lynch movies. Probably Mulholland Drive more so than Blue Velvet, although they're both great movies. But no, Eraserhead. No, because Eraser. Why? I'll tell you why. Because Eraserhead starts weird and stays weird. Blue Velvet. (laughs) Blue Velvet's weird, but Mulholland Drive is. A similar kind of descent. It's actually also a twisty mystery story as well, but it's a similar sort of descent into stuff. Just gets weirder and weirder and weirder as it goes on, um, which is something that I enjoy. So yeah, uh, Ali's theme corner. Ali's theme corner. Uh, well, <laughs> well, the o- most obvious one is the. Sorry, do you want the intro first? Welcome to Ali's theme corner. Um. So, uh, I think it handles this theme quite well, and it's the theme of uh, how abusers can view their own crimes. Mm. You know, rationalizing. The, 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 yeah, exactly. Rationalizing, excusing it away um, of this. You know, y- you see what he sees, and then you see the pieces slowly fill in. I wouldn't say it's a sympathetic view. It's not at all. Yeah, I think but you, lo- you lose sympathy. Even as even, yeah. even as a protagonist, yeah. you still... I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because because he starts as, as I said, this yeah. kind of weak-willed, like, milk-toast yeah. guy. Uh, and then you find out this horrific shit yeah. about him. And, is that, and, and that's a really powerful statement on its own because the whole thing about abuse is not that the person is big and strong yeah. and like he is not an intimidating man mm. uh at all and uh, i think it's a very deliberate choice mm-hmm. to make him you know he he looks like stressed eric <laughs> i don't know who that like, is who's that again you don't know who's stressed I... eric the cartoon google stressed eric while i go on this yeah so he's he's, he's got this this real like every man oh uh, yeah but, he does look like stressed eric you know but you could but you can't excuse that that doesn't allow these things to happen um and these these excuses that they'll make up in their head they will do anything to justify or Mm -hmm. rework the memory um and that's both how they do to themselves and to others yeah no no you're not remembering that no 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 that's not how it happened Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just as he says it was an accident Oh, it was an accident. I took you to hospital afterwards. Well, no. We <laughs> that's <fucked>. pretty, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cut and dry, that. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a more ambiguous of, did, was it an accident? Did you trip yeah. or whatever? No, they, he got so turned. And, it, and she even says, oh, it was the first time we had sex in months. So I was like, fucking hell, yeah. John. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that that's pretty much the biggest um, yeah, of Ali's theme corner. That was it's Ali's theme corner. Ali's theme corner. I wasn't sure if I was cutting you off. If you're just... no, no, I was waiting on you. Uh, where are we next? Next, we're in Sweden. That makes much more sense logically. That rather than go from Denmark to Norway. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. That, is there a bridge between Denmark and uh, Norway? No. Uh, we didn't drive it. Because we've both seen and highly recommended, like the right one in, in prior episodes, more than one, I'm sure, we're staying away from that. We're going for something a bit different. So, <laughs> I've got I've got two options. We could even do both. Oh, fucking please, no. Uh, first of all is whether from 2012, which is an adaptation of The Evil Dead. And there's been a few of those over the years, including, I'm sure we've watched one that's Asian. And okay, fine, it's one of my favorite horror, 
well, I'd say franchises, I suppose, more than movie. Uh, but And there's been a few of those adaptations, my favourite being 1995's uh, The Japanese Evil Dead, which was also more accurately called Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. <laughs> but, you know, I'm interested to see how the Swedes tackle it. Alternatively, we could watch 1995's Evil Ed, which has nothing to do with Evil Dead. It's a horror comedy about a film censor that gets plunged into a world of depravity. Now, I watched a short trailer of Evil Ed with no context, just looking at the visuals, and I said, Ali might fucking hate that. So it's up to you. Oh, I'm so tempted. (laughs) (laughs) Or we could watch them both and have an Evil Ed, Evil Dead remake with our... (laughs) We might have, we might just have to do Evil that. Evil Dead. Uh, but regardless, uh, after crossing the bridge that we both knew yeah, existed, yeah, definitely the exists. Orizon, the Orizon Bridge, it's 16 kilometres. It's actually between Sweden and Denmark. Ah, so we, we, what we did was right. we passed through Sweden well, to Norway and we're just heading well, back. Well, that's silly. We could have... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we will be in Sweden. But yeah, it's 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 been nice to get out of the caravan. To be honest, uh, I I've been enjoying stretching my legs. Plum, plumbed I mean, in spent, toilet. Yeah, what a luxury. I mean, I mean, I mean, we we currently have a squad uh, fumigating that van because uh, we haven't been out in four months. Um, but as much as I, I like it. The nice thing is, you don't have these noisy neighbours next door having arguments all the time. Are they having an argument? Yeah. Can, can I you hear, can you hear a sound it? of Go out. meat, Go out meat the hall slapping and... on meat? I don't know if it's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of that noise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Squeak, squeaky and meat slapping on meat. <laughs> Uh, so we're so we're gonna go before uh, either of us realise that there's only one uh, flat on this floor, <laughs> and we will see you all next week. Bye, bye, bye.